0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello you lovely lot and welcome to Football Manager Therapy. I'm Matt Richards and on this week's episode, we jump aboard the manager roundabout, talk on Twitch and kill it in the K-League. Joining me as always is the target man to my advance forward. It's Tony Jameson. Evening. How are you? Hey, are you well, I am pretty well. I am good. I am. I'm. I'm all good. I'm all good. Good.
1: Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I think it's. It's been one of those. For, for me, it's been one of those weeks. It's been one of those weeks. So it's nice to sort of get to the end it's of it. It's been long. Yeah. It's been proper long. It's nice to get to the end mm. of it and to have like, you know, a little podcast to record at the end as a little treat, you know, for everything that we've been through. But can I just, can I, can I just, can I just, before we go further, just address a little thing that's happened at the back end of the week that some of our listeners maybe wouldn't know. This is coming out obviously on, on Tuesday morning. Um, Matt Taylor Richards, it was your birthday.
0: Oh, yeah. I was like, what I was like, "What are you getting at? I was like, don't go off script, Tony. Just in case they don't know. So,
1: you know, like, let's take the opportunity, because we wish you happy birthday on Discord. I wish you happy birthday on Twitter. And you know what? Let me say it. That is not something I do to everybody, by the way, right? All this every single day, Facebook, like, oh, happy day, birthday, hope you have a lovely day. <laughs> and then, like, it's just ended with, oh, I had a great day. Thank you. I spent it mostly, opening presents and eating cake. Like, like every everything's the same, right? So I don't do it but mm. you 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 got a you got a birthday tweet right uh, and i sent you an hours worth of of classic 90s italia uh goals and and, and assists and and just wonderful television you did um, and then i also posted a picture of uh, Gianluca Vialli and Roberto Mancini at Sampdoria and posted that this was us too in the 90s when we lived in italy so um, so yeah so, happy, happy birthday, mate. Thank
0: you very much. I, I was worried that people didn't believe me that I had the same birthday as Gianluca Vialli. And then um, the, the first thing I saw when I went on Twitter on my birthday was the video from uh, Football Italia on Channel 4 uh, set to the House Martins where um, they pretend that Vialli's a superstar and they run past and it's James Richardson. What a great segment on a great show. And then I had the House Martins stuck in it's my head. what are the best segments. It was just, I had the flipping House Martins stuck in my head um for the rest of the day uh younger listeners they were also the beautiful south um i say younger listeners you still have to be about 25 to get that reference Hello, now, the house
1: gonna say like you gonna no, like there's no way they're gonna pick that's a gonna pull for our younger listeners he used to be in the style council like you know like what
0: it's not gonna help is it oh don't even get me don't get me started on talking about a style council One of my, my one of my favorite groups of all time. Uh, there you go. That's maybe a podcast in the future. But in the present, Tony, we have a nice little chill, laid-back episode for you this week. Uh, we're going to be following up on what's been going on in South Korea, what Tony's been up to on Twitch, on his Peterborough save and IRL. But we, we thought we'd start off this week's episode about talking about actual football managers because it, it dawned on me... Um, While the noise is starting to quieten down about the Euros, that there's been quite a lot of managerial moves all over the world. Not just Europe, but all over the world. So I thought I'd ask you, Tony, Mm -hmm. which manager move has got your interests peaked?
1: Um, you know what? This is going to sound... It's going to sound very, very close to home, okay? Um. Patrick Vieira to Crystal Palace just yeah. sounds really strange. Um. I just... It sort of came out of nowhere. Like, the, the, the Palace thing's been part of that managerial merry-go-round that... I mean, Everton have been involved in it. We'll talk about Everton in a second, by the way. I've got, I've got a few things I want to say about that. Everton... Tottenham, of course, were, were part of that managerial merry-go-round. Palace sitting there going, Oh, who are we gonna get? You know, we don't know whether we're gonna get um, you know, your man who's in charge of Swansea, who by all accounts was was pretty much nailed on. Then all of a sudden comes Nuno, going, Oh, he's off to he's off to Palace, is he? No, no, he's not. And then Lucien Favre, his name comes out and he's going, yeah. Oh, would you like to come and manage in, in uh, Crystal Palace? No, in fact, actually, I don't want to manage football ever again. Having and so he's retired, <laughs> uh, which is a proper kick in the teeth. And then Palace have went. Oh, we've got uh how, we, we've got Patrick Vieira, and everyone's just went.
0: What Patrick Vieira's turned up? New York City FC's Patrick Vieira. Yeah, and 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 a niece. Um, it's an interesting. Nah, event. I'm not classing that. <laughs> that, that. That that was very forgettable. Hey, look, trust I'm me. Just,
1: I'm just. This is the thing, though. Like this is the New York City, Nice Palace. Like it's it's a bold bold call. Is is where I'm going. Like, um, I, I'll I will be honest. The first thing he's done, bringing uh bringing a in from Reading. Yeah. He's got that right for a start. That is that is a cracking player, absolutely cracking player coming up from the championship. So- I'm
0: really, I'm really intrigued about Palace and their their ins because they seem to be, you know, the last couple of windows they just seem to be going like, oh, who's really good and young in the championship? We'll grab him and like slowly building this like really on the low key quite a good or ex- well. Maybe not good, but exciting inside. Like, it feels exciting. Um, and again, I don't know if it's because I, I, I recently watched What Eagle Saw on um, I did Amazon. Well. Yeah. It was really good, though, because it wasn't what I was expecting because I was kind of expecting it to be all or nothing. But it was more, it was more, his, more historical. And it actually made me, like, appreciate their journey a bit more and their, their story a bit more. And I was like, oh, this is actually great. And what was really nice about that documentary was how the players in that promotion side spoke so highly of each other and we're talking about you know how close they were and I was like oh, that's uh, it's it's kind of rare because you know a lot of football documentaries the drama is based around like conflict um you know I watched the mm-hmm. I watched the Chivas Guadalajara all enough nothing, which was interesting but that that was always like the main drama points in that apart from obviously the pandemic was ooh there's a bit of friction between this manager and this player and it was like quite nice to watch that Palace one and it'd be like no we actually still really like each other and that was a really good time.
1: That That is a really really good point to be honest and, and you're right I think the fact that they are peppering that side with some some, as you say, some good young talent. I mean, there's don't get me wrong, there's still the odd Palace signing in there. If we coin a phrase of just, you know, just some random overpaid player will just drop in for no reason. Like, if they can sort that out, you know, there is definitely a culture in that club. There's definitely a culture. They have an identity. And maybe, maybe Vieira could bring that identity. I mean, I think when I heard the, the Favre rumour and I'm going to call it a rumor. I'm not going to say that there's plurals. <laughs> I don't say there's many from what I understand. It was just Lucien Favre. Oh no, 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 not Lucien Favre. Sorry, my mistake. Um, I mean that would have been, that would have been interesting. Like knowing, like like looking at the all or nothing Dortmund documentary when he was there, like just building this like team around the the young players and going right. Like, this is the philosophy. This is the identity. This is how I play football. Like to drop that onto Palace. Would have worked really, really nicely. Like he could have helped shape that team, particularly how he just likes plays running, 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 running. I don't know what Vieira's philosophy is yet, so I can't
0: really. Well, no, but at the same time that he had his start in the youth teams of the city group, so he has got experience with younger players. So maybe we are starting to see why that appointment has been made. Again, you know, he had quite a young squad at Nice. There was obviously a youth. Element at New York City FC. Obviously, there was older players as well, but the MLS are, you know, been consciously trying to make a shift towards younger players. You know, we've just seen Caden Clark move to Leipzig and um, various other American talent coming over. But yeah, maybe maybe he deserves an opportunity to actually start carving out an identity. Um, Talking of identity, Tony, my my pick, my pick is very close to home. Um, in terms of the teams that uh, I support. And it's Peter Bosch at uh, Lyon. I'm really intrigued by what we're going to look like um, on the football pitch next season because I really don't know. We did sign 105-year-old Damien De Silva, which doesn't fill me with confidence, um, and obviously we knew we knew like we knew Memphis Depay was leaving. That's fine. We had an agreement. It was that was set up last summer. Who's um, again? It's going to be Fakir all over again. Like it's not will he? Won't he? It's when? <laughs> and can it be now? Because it's mm. just not kind of working. Like, don't get me wrong. I I, I love our and he's he's amazing. But yeah, I mean,
1: for, for the fees they're talking about. I mean, like what twenty five mil? That's a steal. Is he our contract next season? Like that is a
0: steal. Yeah, I think he is. I think what happens with the key, uh, um, for Kia. Mm. Like we we because if he had gone when Liverpool had the medical and said that he had bad knees, which is ugh, it was kind of like mostly true because he does have bad knees. But we probably would have got. To, like sort of towards 40 to 50 million for him mm-hmm. but i think he ended up going for under under 25 20 20 million to Betis. so it's the same situation with our and it's, it's frustrating like from that sense because off the pitch for leon it's been less than harmonious because of rudy garcia came out and made some comments about the way janinho has been running the club as sporting director and john michelle alas who is just a nightmare um, and always has been but you know He's the owner, and he brought a success. It's a it's different, difficult trade-off. But it sounds like Janinia very much is trying to enforce his his image of Leon onto onto not just the signings, but onto the pitch as well. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens because obviously, Bosch is known for being a very good coach. It's, and again, it's one of them because, like, he is a really good coach and he, and he brings out the best in a lot of good young players. You know, he was at Ajax, he was at Leverkusen. But the problem with, with Bosch is that it never seems to end quite well, if that makes sense. Um, but maybe that's why he's the perfect Leon manager because, like, every single Leon manager, it's just not ended well. <laughs> so. Barrow maybe borrow bar maybe Rudy Garcia in recent memory, but. set fire at the training ground. See you later, lads, I'm away. <laughs> just do it that way. Yeah, like you know, like it's just it's I I I hope that we're going to you know, I didn't have many much criticism of Rudy Garcia. I didn't feel I never felt that he was the right guy for the job. But the one criticism I did hold was that I hated the way we played football. Now it was super effective when we got to the semi-finals in the Champions League because we switched to that like back three with wing backs mm-hmm. and we did really well. But problem is, then when we went to League League One and tried to play that way, we're like, you know, in, in one of the top five teams in that league, and we, we need to be imposing our own style. And he never really seemed to crack that. Whereas Peter Bosch is the other way around, and it's like he's very much how we impose our game on on others so i'm curious how that's gonna work out and see what we look like because we have got some as always this is the thing with leon the one given is that we'll always have some super good yeah. young player you know we've still got ryan jerky Ch- and it's like um, max answer kakare so it's like we've still got some ballers in there just you know despite what what happens with The pie in an hour, but yeah, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued, um, especially because it seems that Marseille are just signing everyone that's good on football manager. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's
1: another team in, in France as well. who are signing everybody, aren't there? But, you know, we don't talk about
0: that. Well, the, the, the French, the French, uh, version of the Everton retirement football club. Yeah. Yeah. Those, (laughs) they're the ones. They're the ones. I mean, that, that, to be honest, I mean,
1: they were speaking of which. I mean, like, look. Like, that for me, okay, is... And I know he's, he's, he's been in post for a little while. That for me, right, was... Do you, do you know, you always get the question of, could you ever manage a rival on the game? Like, could you, like, like you know, could you manage Burnley, for example, like, with, with your Blackbird roots? Like could, like, could I manage Birmingham City on the game? Like, I don't... I don't think I could. And not not because, like, I'd, I would want to run them into the ground. Just, I, I just don't think I would be interested like in doing that personally like but rafa benitez to everton comes with all kinds of
0: <laughs> i can't believe i can't believe you've opened that can of worms it's, it's genuinely what i'm thinking i'm is.
1: just i'm just like i mean fair play to it right i'm gonna say now right okay I mean, I've, I've got both sides of the argument right fair play to him that is a man who goes you know what
0: What pressure, right? (laughs) This will be be totally fine. He did it with Chelsea as well, though, didn't he? He like goes to Chelsea. Everyone hated him, hated him because obviously that was you know in in the era of like Chelsea and Liverpool being quite bitter rivals despite not the, being local rivals yeah and now he's done it again he's just like nah, who cares yeah, he's, he's li- like i'll get my old house back
1: he's literally just went oh like where where can i get a new job right well i
0: live here right oh, there's a football club there <laughs> i'll just i'll just go and do them like i can't wait for him to turn up at tramia rovers or marine in a few years and and you know what and, I, and it was
1: it was a, a bizarre a point. and we spoke with we spoke with uh with, with one of the lads who's who's in our discord and he, he comes on the stream quite a lot uh uh Tomo he uh lives over in Northern Ireland, he's a big Everton fan and I, we were talking to him and I was like 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 Rafa, like are you happy? And he's like I d I don't know. He's like I don't know. <laughs> it just came a bit like he's still waiting for it to sort of sink in. Like and I think that that Everton were in a in an interesting position. And this is why I'm gonna try and clarify my I'm not trying to stoke any fires or whatever, right? <laughs> like, they were in, they were in a really, really interesting position. Okay. In that they had Carlo Ancelotti. Like how they got Carlo Ancelotti is like, is, is, is a thing anyway, right? They got one of the best managers available in the world at the time, right? Where do you go next? <laughs> you're not, you're not getting like, you're not getting Guadiola, You're not getting like um, Nagelsmann. Like if you if you want to go to the next level up, you ain't getting those manners. Like what? What is the next level down? Like and wh- whoever they got was always going to be quote unquote a step down from Ancelotti. And you've then got to sort of work out right, where where are we in the pyramid? Like who can bring. Um, stability and, and it's not, it's not success for want of a better phrase. It's going to be stability, like who can build upon what's already there. Um, and, and, for me, I mean, again, you know, for all, for all Rafa's been at the other side of the table, should we say? Um, he probably was one of the better managers available at the time. Mm. And it's like, I know people are saying, oh, you know, he's, he's won nothing for, for seven years, but he managed Newcastle for four years. So like, let's take that off the table for a start, right? He was managing in China for a bit. Like, if you were to go pound for pound, you'd rather, and I'm not, I'm not a huge Benitez fan, but I, I appreciate what he's done, like, in terms of, of, of how he's developed clubs and how he's sort of like created his own style, his own culture. You would, you would rather have him in the interview than your Tony Pulis's or your, I'm not, I'm not saying Sam Allardyce, right, but... Like, yeah, if but like no, Slab, Sam Slavin Bilic, like I'd like Slavin Bilic in that conversation, but if it was Slavin Bilic or or Rafa at, at Villa, for example, I'd probably go, let's have another conversation with Rafa. I'd feel more
0: confident there, and I know that... Well, no, I'm, I'm going to suck it, I'm going to suck it. <laughs> right. I understand. I understand. Everton, Everton's fans not being too hot on Benitez because of the Liverpool stuff. Yeah, but I am sorry, but I am not sitting here and having you entertain the idea of Slavin Bilic and Rafa Benitez being on the same part no, in no, terms no, no, of the no. stuff they've won. Like it's this is the thing. It's like I can't. I he is. He does he play really pragmatic pragmatic and boring football. A hundred percent, yes. But has he won a lot? And he's not maybe on par with Ancelotti. But that, that was, but that was that was my point, though. That was my point. My point was that if Benitez goes to the
1: job, you're going to get CVs from the likes of Billich, who, if, if Benitez doesn't apply, Billich is in there for consideration, as an example, yeah? The second Rafa goes in there, that's a step up. So you've got to look at that step up. It's a step down from Ancelotti,
0: but it's a step up from someone like Billich. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah, I guess. I guess they obviously they obviously lost uh, uh, Alan Kerbyshley's number um, in, in the post. Where's Pardew, Pardew these days? You know, Hopefully <laughs> far, far away uh, so that we'd never have to see him again. Fingers crossed. Uh, either way, it is going to be an interesting season um, in all leagues around the world. Obviously, there's been a merry-go-round in the Bundesliga as well, uh, all over Europe and all over the world. So it should be an interesting season in term of new managers putting their stamps on their new teams. Um, talking of managers putting their stamps on teams, um, Peterborough United have had the, the Tony Jameson stamp of approval for quite a while now on Twitch. So, uh, Tony, why don't you let us know what's been going on on your lovely little Twitch save? <laughs> So we last time we spoke about it we, <laughs> The sigh of a broken man
1: <laughs> Last time we spoke, right? We we bottled again. We we lost the playoffs to Sunderland, we lost the pizza cup to Sundland, Sunderland got promoted and they won a cup, we didn't go up, right? That was season four. And we said, right, look we need to make a decision what we're going to do and we had Louis Barry and we had Ricky J. Jones and they scored like 75 goals that season we're like right if they re-sign we will stay and they did so we stayed right so we're now getting into December okay we're still there we would be further ahead by the way I know we're only up to December we would be further ahead I do need to say Wednesday's stream was cut short ever so slightly by ever so slightly I mean it went for an hour Um, there was something else on the telly on Wednesday night. I forget what, but, um, you know, some people were, were preoccupied. Um, but I still soldier. I went on, I went on stream and I was like, right, I'm going to get this done. Um, before I started, I felt a little bit, a little bit off though, because we've had a bit of a, we I've had a bit of a stomach bug in, in the house. Um, the little ones have had it not very pleasant. That affected our stream on Monday night that caused, uh, (laughs) the stream to end with, um, dealing with projectile vomiting downstairs. Um, Mm. I then sort of went. I feel a bit off. Um, jumped on stream. Started. Things were going fine. Fifteen minutes in the stream, I then had to hit the be right back screen to go and um, do a little bit. Do a little bit of chundering myself, to be honest. And then came back on. Looked at uh, looked at a, a ghostly, ghostly shade of white um, for the next hour. To which was granted as soon as I came back from the be right back. Was bust the net going. Hey Tony, how's the stream? I'm like. Oh, mate, you've come at the wrong time. Um, not, not really doing <laughs> yeah. particularly well. Um, so I plotted on for about four games, cut the stream short. Um, but we are currently, right? We are currently, we're currently second, second, right? We're, we're in December, right? We're doing, we're doing well in the fact that we're winning, like winning a lot of games. We've only drawn two. Okay. We've lost five, possibly even six, actually, which is, really where the issues are coming, right? Um We've switched our form around. So the last couple of years, we've been incredible away from home. Like we've been like the second or right. the top team away from home for the last couple of seasons. And our home form, we've been about sort of seventh, eighth, maybe in the league. This year round, switch it, we're we're first in home form. We're about sort of sixth, seventh in our away form. Don't know why. Um Maybe we're just not as maybe we're playing a four-four-two diamond, which sort of, I think we mentioned again, the last time nice. we spoke about, uh, allows us to have a midfield that we didn't have last season, where we were just bypassing that. Um, we, now, we now have a midfield and um, and it's working really nicely. And we're getting loads of goals, goals all over the place. Like we've just beaten, we beat Plymouth 5-1, we beat Luton 4-0, Rodham 3-0, Wickham 4-0. Um, but we've then lost to Luton 1-0, and we've lost to Doncaster 2-1. And, the slugs at Swindon 3-1 and Burton bloody Albion, right? Burton Albion are, are are currently top. Um, <laughs> they've beaten us again. They beat us 3-2. They went 3-0 up. Then we chucked the kitchen sink at them, got two goals back and um, couldn't quite get uh, a point. So they're sort of not running away with it. They're about sort of three points maybe four points ahead so we're there thereabouts. like I'm still confident we'll do it like we've we've signed again the joke in the discord is we've signed about our ninth goalkeeper um Mickey Van Sass from from uh from Man City is our number one at the minute um weirdly our two backup goalkeepers or two of our backup goalkeepers I should say sorry um Johansson and Liam Kelly have both been sold to Man City in the last transfer window, they both went to Man City. Johansson let five goals in on his debut for us, and Liam Kelly played about four games, and they've both gone to Man Amazing. City. Um, David Daniel Bentley, I keep saying David Bentley, Daniel Bentley. Uh, we've got in the goal in goals. Well. He's our backup keeper. He wants to leave now, so again, we'll just continue our cycle of goalkeepers. Um, we've got a we've got a strong we've got a strong squad. I think now good team cohesion Uh, we've got some young players we're we're bringing through Uh, we've got this little lad from Ireland who's come in who's like 19 he looks like a really good prospect he's got some fantastic mentals to be honest his physicals need a bit of work um, the looks good. We've got this lad in from, new- from Newcastle as well, a Scottish lad called McGregor. Again, he's working as a mazala, uh, opposite the, the Irish lad who's sort of playing as a, as just a standard central midfielder goal, he's called. So I think he's a, he's a new gen. So I can't really sort of like say go out and have a look at him, but we've got a picture from him in the Discord because He looks like he might be decent. Uh, we've got, we've got, Davenport from Blackburn just sitting, uh, as a deep line playmaker. And, and we've got someone else who's just come in recently, um, so again, like midfield's looking good. Barry and Jade Jones are banging goals in all over the spot as well. We've passed 200 games in charge of, of Peterborough. We're still in League One. That's disappointing. <laughs> um, we're we're getting there. We like, I, th- I I still think that we'll do it. I still think we'll do it this year. And <laughs> keep the faith, Tony. Keep like, the faith. I, I have to. I have to. Like you know, we, we're coming up to de- up to January um, to December. Sorry, so sort of got my eye on on any final little. Additions to the squad that we need just to get us over the line. Um, we'll do that. We had a little warning, however, I must admit, from, from a financial fair player that says that you might want to keep an eye on your finances. Um, it's like, oh, okay, didn't realize that, so we'll we've had to let um, we've had to let young Bradley Rolt go just to, to balance the books. He was out of contract anyway, but we've just released him. Um, mm. Niall Ennis is probably going to go in January. They'll go in January, so the books will be fine. Um, but I think it's just we've had a couple of players who maybe once they've played enough games or have sort of like got some international caps or whatever. Like, this, this oh, I got a second. I got a second, Tony.
0: Is it because you don't pay attention when you're doing contract negotiations and give them ridiculous, stupid clauses that probably come back to bite you on the rear end? No. Uh, Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It's exactly
1: it. Niall Ennis is the one that that has has the ridiculous clause in, by the way. If he paid, I think when we signed him, he was like three grand a week wages or something. And bear in mind, we hadn't, we didn't have Ricky Jade or Louis Barry at the time, so he was going to be our number one striker. Uh, He was on three grand a week, and I think the clause in it was that if he plays five games for Jamaica, he goes to nine caps, right? to nine grand, sorry. That's taken three years for that to kick in. So that will be part of what's... Still, You shouldn't so, be in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, you I, still shouldn't be I, in there. I, I, Stop it. I agree. I, I completely agree. I completely agree. That's that's part of the issue we've got. So um, so we'll address that. That's fine. We can address that. We're going to... we are just gonna get promoted. We'll just get promoted. And, and, if, and if we don't, and if we don't, then fine, we'll go and manage Inverness, Callie Thistle or whatever we have to do to go and, and, and get a story somewhere else. So... Um, like, I'm still, you know what? I'm still enjoying the save. I think we're playing, like I think we play some really, really great football. Like when we're watching it on stream, like some of the goals we're scoring are just uh, almost like offensive to watch. You're like oh, we shouldn't really look at that before the watershed. Like just purely filthy stuff. Um, but then we're conceding absolute howlers as, as well. So it's it's that beautiful yin and yang. <laughs> like so, um, the uh, the the great entertainers. Is, uh, yeah, exactly, is, is, exactly. We're, it's nin- nineties football to a T. Um, but yeah, I think we, I, I still, I have to believe, I have to believe, I have to believe, because if I don't, I might as well just resign and, and go and go and find a a job, a job elsewhere. So, um, so yeah, so it's got to happen.
0: So, where can people come and keep the faith with you, Tony, um, on Twitch? Because it's not just the the people are you're doing at the minute. You got a couple of new things uh, to do with the Sports Accelerator program on Twitch. So why don't you let people know? When you're streaming and where you are streaming.
1: Yeah. So Twitch is getting very busy. I think we mentioned it in the, uh, in the last. Uh, podcast episode is kind of going to be starting to wind YouTube down a little bit, or well, at least the, the let's play stuff, um, from YouTube is going to be wound down a little bit. So Twitch is going to be where i where you see most of my stuff. So, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Tony Jameson FM, uh, with the Peter save, we stream that Wednesday nights and Sunday nights. That's nine o'clock in the evening. Uh, usually goes to about 12. Sometimes we go a little bit longer, depends what happens. Um, and then as you say there, we're doing some, some sports accelerator program. We're part of Twitch sports now. So, Monday night is nine o'clock to eleven o'clock. Everything's nine o'clock just makes it easier for me to remember. Uh, Monday is Monday night football show. Myself and uh, fellow comedian Danny Deegan, we sit online and we just basically shoot the breeze about um, about the, the, the big stories that are happening in the uh, in in the world of football this week. So um, I don't know what we'll talk about. Obviously the episode's already gone out uh for yesterday i don't really know what we discussed at that point i'm sure you can take your guesses um next week however we'll all be about football transfers on the upcoming football season uh, and i'll be joined with uh, fellow comedians or journalists or like just loads of different people creators and stuff so we're going to get that in and it's just a nice um discussion and then on friday nights is again nine o'clock till 11 o'clock Uh, myself and Saimagio do the Friday Night Fantasy Football League, which again is something a little bit different. We discuss uh, FPL, we discuss draft mode. Um, I've been calling it PvP, which is is wrong apparently. Um, Mm -hmm. So draft mode. We uh, In the first episode, we even discussed the idea of fantasy Kabaddi. So we might have some some sort of stuff going on through the season where we're going to do like sort of little challenges. We discussed um, maybe once a week we'll do a, a fantasy... Um, match up uh, for a different league in a different country, so that could be quite interesting. But we're going to run our own um, FPL as well, so we'll have that in the Discord. So again, keep around the Discord all, all the information for Monday Night Football and, and Fantasy Football is going to be in there as well. So it's um, yeah, it's nice. It's just a little bit different, and it's and it's good fun, and it's quite a, a nice community. And, and Twitch seemed to really pushing it. So uh, again, yes. Yeah, so Tony J forward slash Tony Jameson
0: FM. Love Lee stuff right well we're gonna wrap the podcast up on one of my saves so let's all head over to the k-league 2 in south korea Yes, yes, yes. So where we left off last week, I believe, um, was that I took over a side called Asan in uh, uh, K League 2 or the K2 because it was an interesting challenge after I'd I'd spent some time at Wellington Phoenix and uh, very briefly at Melbourne City as well. So again, to just jog the memories of, of of the state of play, we were expected to finish rock bottom of the table, and we are broke, flat out broke. We projected to lose all the money in the season, so it was a weird, weird season because we we weren't expected to win anything, but then at the same time, we kind of needed to do something because <laughs> we <laughs> were losing money. So, so do you want to have a guess what happened, Tony? Do you want to have any random guesses? I'm going to take a guess that you've got a
1: huge takeover from a Hollywood star.
0: So we did actually get an attempt to right. take over. <laughs> uh, no no, it wasn't a, it was only an attempt. It was a bit frustrating because I thought we'd actually get the takeover. But what I did Tony was I told the boys, pulled them in the room and went, "Look, whatever happens that happens off the pitch this season doesn't affect us on the pitch." I told you that I brought everyone in on free transfers, didn't spend a penny. And I was building a young South Korean mm-hmm. core of a team. And I was like, I think we can do well. So in the cup, we got to the semi-finals of the cup. <laughs> uh, and we, we we got quite soundly beat by um, a team from, from the top division. But I was like... Oh my god! We've actually got to the semi-final, so we made a bit of money. I was like, "Yay!" Every time, like every round was like a celebration, not because I was like, "Oh, we're gonna win the cup." I was like, "More money, way!" Um, We still, we still finished the the uh, at a loss, but the real story was in the league, Tony. Cue the epic music. So (laughs) it comes down to the final two games of the season, mate. It's me, it's me, and the similarly named An Yang will level on points, but they're above us on goal difference, alright? Right, Right, okay, I'm I'm on board, I'm on board. Okay, here we go. Okay, so in our game, before it even kicks off, our goalkeeper gets injured, like three defenders drop like flies, I'm like oh this is gonna suck so I'm like alright but then but then we get a little bit of hope because they draw their game so I'm kind of like alright well that puts us puts us you know puts the blinkers on us we know exactly what we need to do now we have to win this game so we managed to take the lead 1-0 thanks to a guy called Kim Guan Wu who is an 18 year old lad that we had on loan rapid he puts us puts us in front absolute scenes I'm like I can't believe we're gonna do this he immediately gets injured <laughs> like like it's like I think it was pulled ligaments so like two or three weeks it's, he's done for the he's done for the last like two games in the celebration
1: like, that's the only way to do it isn't it like he's running off and he pulls his hamstring it's like
0: ah. it felt like it so we, we managed to get into halftime at, at 1-0 with my player's limbs falling off and I'm kind of like oh this is gonna get super tight so 60 minutes rolls around up pops my old boy from the a league harry sawyer big header, big target man makes it 2-0 and i'm like oh my goodness i'm like we've got we've got some distance here or so i thought because they then (laughs) managed to score in the 70th minute and i'm like oh no it's happening (laughs) but then i see the little box tony it's VAR and it's offside. Come on! So we managed to win the win a penultimate game two 0 and I'm like, all right. So we have the advantage going into the final game of the season. So obviously they got a point. We got a win. So we're two points clear. And I'm like, all right. So a point does this. It's just a point. So we're playing um, the brilliantly named Soul Eland, as in like E Land, because I think they're, yeah. they're they're owned by like a tech company or something. So I'm like, all right, okay, cool. So again, before the game, another one of our defenders pulls a, pulls a knee ligaments. Two to three weeks, he's out. And I'm like, oh my God. So we go into the game. Anyway, back and forth, back and forth. There's a couple of highlights and it's just free kicks from them threatening us. And I'm like, okay, um, this isn't great. But then we manage to get a free kick and we bury it. None other than our little uh, random sw- Swedish lad that's there, Patrick Helquist, buries it. 1 0 going into half time, and I'm like, alright, cool, cool. And then I notice An Yang are drawing 0 0. And I'm like, Whew. it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. 77 minutes. Gyu Bon Hyuk, our only defensive midfielder, off injured <laughs> I'm like oh my god like they just players are literally crawling around the pitch at this point again they threaten us from a free kick it skims skims the top of the bar they go from like a normal 433 to a flat front fee, and I'm like oh no I don't like I don't have a DM I'm like oh so we are like getting Those last like 13 minutes or so, we are getting hammered. It's literally like Burnley back to the wall defending, but doesn't matter because we see it through one nil, we win the league automatic promotion. I'm, genu- I'm genuinely, I'm genuinely
1: pumping my fists. <laughs> you can't see it, but I'm genuinely celebrating that. That's amazing. At, I just have visions of like your players being carried off by other players. So <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, they're just dumped, like just dumped at pitch side. It's the, o- like, o- the o- like in battle.
0: Yeah, <laughs> opening the save it private Ryan, just like crawling. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I was like predicted bottom. Club absolutely broke. Had to build a squad on, on free chances and we managed to do it. Not only that, we put up a great cup run, semi-finals of the cup, and now we're in, we're in the we're in the big boy league. We're in the top league now, so it's it's going to be interesting because we're still we're still broke. We're not as broke as we were. I'm kind of uh, hoping we get a takeover so that we at least balance the books. But for now, it's going to be trying to keep the. The young core of my team together, which I think I can do, mm-hmm. and maybe like just a player here and there. Like, we we, we desperately needed another central defender. Seeing as the rest of them have just completely lost their limbs um, after that season, but yeah, it's going to be
1: interesting. I like the sound of that, man. Again, like, I've just got this this image of, like as I say, these players being carried off. Like, everyone's bleeding despite the fact that the injuries are internal. Yeah. Just, like, just covered in blood. Like, just. Yeah, that's like, you know what, mate, that is like such, such an achievement going from, as you say, like expectation zero, finances zero,
0: like reward. Well, what made me... Absolute maximum. What made it really quite like nice was that it's the exact same thing that I did with Wellington because they were meant to be like the (laughs) worst team in the league. And I was like, it's just teams that play in yellow in in, in, in what is classed as Asia that are expected to finish bottom. I'm like... I'll take you over. We'll do some business, but yeah, I think um, I think I think the top league is going to be a real tough task. So I think it's going to be a bit of a slow build. But I think yeah, I think I'm, I'm definitely going to give it a go and see 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 what, what happens because obviously we're going for the the Champions League in, in in that continent at some point. Obviously, we've still got the Nationale save, which unfortunately we've not had time to play, but we have had a, quite a major development in that. I text you about it, but we'll save that for next week because that's a good one. <laughs> that, that is a good one. That is going to be fun. That is going to be a lot of fun, actually. It is, it is hashtag all about the narrative on that one. So we'll, mm-hmm. we will be talking about that. Um, if not next week, the week after, it's coming up. We promise, we promise it'll be worth the weight. Well that is all that we've got time for on this lovely little podcast here this week on Football Manager Therapy. Um so Tony, you've told us where we can get involved with your Twitch and support you there. But where can people find you on the internet if they want to let you know about how they've been doing in League One. Um and I imagine they got promoted instantly and probably in the Champions League now <laughs> in the time frame that you've been. Yeah. Um so where can people let you know that? If you wanna if you wanna come and send me abuse, um then
1: you can do so on a, <laughs> actually what you can do, right? Um last week we talked about the FM playoffs. They've just there's a the the guys behind that have commissioned someone to do some stats about this and I'm not going to say who it is that's done it because I know who's done it uh, and the stats are, are incredibly accurate uh, and I, I am, I'm officially the worst player they've ever had on there. Um, so, so the redemption story is, is absolutely ready <laughs> to be told now. Um So yeah, if you want to come and uh, come and tell me that you're better at football manager than I am, um, then you can do so by tweeting me at Tony Jameson um, or you can have a look on my Twitter bio and there's a link to the discord come and join us there. There's loads of interesting conversations happening. We've got some great football manager chat, loads of tactical discussions. Uh, People's saves are really, really ramping up at the minute as well. It's some really interesting save games on there. Um, So yeah, come and join in again. We'll talk all about the, the Monday night football, the Friday night, fantasy leagues in there. Um it's just a great place to hang out to be It really is a, a cracking community we're building. I've got some really, really great contributors and you'll get things like the monthly challenge. Uh and you also get uh your own um little secret uh Patreon uh channel as well if you join up to that, which I'm sure, Matt, you'll be uh advertising probably round about now, I'd
0: imagine. Right now, Tony, um yes, you can support this podcast. Um in a really nice way. It is over on patreon.com for slash football manager therapy. We only have one tier. It's free pound a month, but it genuinely goes a really long way of helping to support this weekly podcast. We have got some fun plans ahead um, as we come into August for our sort of anniversary. They're going to be coming up on the weekly episodes, but we will probably be doing some stuff over on Patreon as well. But what you get on the regular and Patreon is one extra podcast a month and this month it's going to be our wrap-up of uh, euro 2020 it's probably going to be quite long and big because there is like a million things to talk about so that's going to be your bonus episode this month you also get this weekly episode ad free um, every week and a little bit early as well it usually drops on monday night Um it basically depends on when i've edited it and and, and got it up but like tony said as well you get access to the discord channel So it is well worth it, we think, for £3 a month, and it really, really is appreciated um, to everyone that continues to support us here. So that's patreon.com forward slash football manager therapy. For the last couple of weeks now, we've been talking about an incredible football club that also deserves your support they are stonewall fc they're an lgbtq football club providing a safe space for participation they are one of the coolest clubs that you can support these days even if you aren't in the london area i'm not and i still love them i've always mentioned it i've got their unity shirt which i absolutely adore and i love following along on social media seeing what they're up to Uh, They are well worth your time. So if you want to get a little bit more information on on a wonderful football club, head over to stonewallfc.com. Right, well, that is your lot this weekend. I would say enjoy the Copper America Finals and the Euro 2020 Finals, but by the time you listen to this, they will have been done and dusted. So I will say this, make sure you're drinking enough water, getting some rest and nursing that hangover. But we will see you, same place, same time, next week on Football Manager Therapy.